Hey friends, welcome to Faith Coffee and a Kid podcast. This is your host Sheree and I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you ate tons of yummy food and you got to hang out with your family and your friends. I hope that it was a smooth holiday and you got some relaxation in, right? Um, and now it is December 2nd and we are in the throes of Christmas. So some of you have probably been watching Christmas movies since what, like November 1st and getting excited. Um, I love the holidays. I love the Christmas season. Um, it's going to obviously look different for me this year without my dad, but I do enjoy Christmas. And my daughter and I have a ton of traditions that we do every year. And I have to say, she's 16 now. So, you know, being a teenager is different, right? Moms, like having a teenager is different than when they're having like, when you have a four or five-year-old because four and five-year-olds are down with anything. Like they're like, yep, let's do it. Let's go. Um, at least my daughter was. So now though, I'm like, oh, does she really want to do this this year again? And luckily I feel very happy that she does. Matter of fact, I was going to change up our decorations a little bit this year, um, add a different color scheme. And she was like, oh no, that can't happen. She was like, you know, I graduate in 2024 and when you move, you can, you know, redo the decorations. But until then, that's not happening. <laughs> so we're keeping our decorations. I might add a little bit, but we have so many and um, that's what I'll probably be doing this weekend along with getting the tree. I know a lot of people get their tree like the weekend of Thanksgiving, but since I was out of state and I live four hours away from my parents' home, so if I would have got the tree in Pennsylvania and drove to Maryland, I would have arrived and the tree would have been bare. So <laughs> we're going to get the tree probably this weekend. But um, there are so many traditions that we do, and I'm really looking forward to that this year. Um, so today though, I wanted to kind of talk about a few things that you can do to get ready for the Christmas season, some really simple things. Um, and this is kind of going to be like the podcast that I did in, um, November about Thanksgiving, right? A little different, but the same idea of like those holiday helpers that give you the margin you need so that you're not running around hurried, crazy, irritated, forgetting things, because I do think the more prepared we are, the better we're able to enjoy the season, we're, we're better able to enjoy our families. And look, it's just better for our well-being, right? When we're not like irritated that we're forgetting more tape or you know what I'm saying? So like having some holiday helpers that you can do every year to gear you up for Christmas is just, I think, a lifesaver, right? It's about taking care of your future self. So today I want to talk about a couple of lists that I think are really helpful when this first week of December. So the first one is if you send Christmas cards, this is the perfect time to make that Christmas card list. Now, what I have done is I have a list of people that I send Christmas cards to, and this year, what I did do is I put it in an Excel sheet and I put their addresses in that sheet. The reason why is most likely I'm going to send those people a Christmas card next year. And so instead of having to, you know, look up the address, it's all in one place. So I suggest creating a folder on your computer or your phone, however you would like to do it. Maybe it's paper for you, 
but having a list of the Christmas card, a Christmas card list of everyone that you send a Christmas card to and their addresses. That way you can pull that out every year and you can either, you know, add to it. Maybe you have to delete from it, but it's just easier than like trying to pull it off at the top of your mind, right? And it also saves you a ton of time. So make your Christmas card list and save it on your computer or your phone. Um, if it's a paper file, you know, do that as, you know, that's fine as well. Um, the other thing about that is I have found that with the Christmas card list, the one thing that I didn't do that this, I didn't do this this year, what I'm getting ready to tell you with the labels. So if you do store the addresses on your computer, you can download um, the addresses right onto computer, you know, labels, right? Like you can get Avery labels or some kind of cute label, print them out and then just stick them on the envelope and it saves yourself a whole lot of writing because we all know there's a lot of writing that goes into sending Christmas cards. Now, if you order them, then that probably isn't going to matter to you. But I have found that that is what I think I'm going to actually do next year because it did take some time to write all the addresses. And I thought, you know, why didn't I just put these on labels and stick them on? Um, the return labels, a lot of us have those with our names, but try to think of ways to like just streamline the process. A lot of people are sending e-cards and I think that's fine. Um, maybe a substitute for a Christmas card, if you don't want to do that, is sending a quick letter, printing out the letters, like write one letter and have like, hey, how are you? This is an update for me and my family about this year. And I've seen that done a couple times. And I think that's a really nice personal way of kind of giving people the highlights and, um, you know, the things that you did throughout the year that might be of interest. Um, but get creative with it, you know, and think about the time that you need to send the cards out. So one of the things that I used to do, which I'm trying, like I've, I'm getting better with is I would get the cards and forget about them <laughs> until like December 22nd. Right. And who, you know, come on guys. I mean, nobody wants to, to send cards on December 22nd. So this year I got really smart and I wrote my cards out earlier. So all my, well, I have 25 cards that I sent yesterday and I have some more that I'm going to send today, but I need to pick up more cards. But having those out the first week of December is just one thing that's like off the plate. It's a nice way to um, reach out to people and let them know that you're thinking about them. Uh, maybe it's the person, you know, that you don't give a gift to every single person. That's a nice gift, especially if you write, you know, just like a nice note inside your card. So one of the places that I've gone that I found to get really um, inexpensive cards, I've gone to Marshalls and Home Goods, And I paid maybe like $3.99, $4.99 for like a box of cards that were really pretty. So I'm all down with that. I mean, literally, I paid more for the postage than the cards. So, um, and we'll talk about that because the other list that I think is really important is your supply list. So I think I covered the Christmas card list. The next thing you want to do is I think a supply list is always a good idea, right? So just list everything out that you need for supplies. So for example, like stamps, right? Like how many books of stamps that you'll need, wrapping paper, tape, scissors, ribbons, bows, um, name tags, 
any type of like little emblems that you want to put on um, on the gifts, um, gift bags, tissue paper, boxes, right? All of those things that you're going to need to wrap your gifts or to, um, you know, just tape and things like that. If, if you're like me, I'm always looking around for tape or scissors. So like just having an idea of what you need so that you can start getting those supplies this week. That's going to help you out tremendously if you're not like last minute running to, you know, Walmart trying to find some bows. Um, so make a supply list and you can kind of start filling that in as you start to make your Christmas list to see how many gifts that you're probably going to end up buying this year and like how big they are, right? Like, so thinking about that, but at least write all of the, um, supplies down that you'll need. Um, then other list is our Christmas gift list. This is the fun one, right? Now, before you write your Christmas gift list, what I would do is think about your Christmas budget. And I have some tips about that. I mean, last year, I actually saved the whole year. And it wasn't a lot. I mean, I think it was like 10 bucks a week or something. But it really was helpful because it covered like the Christmas tree, it covered some events, it covered some gifts. I think I had like $600 at the end of the year. It might have been a little bit more than that. But it was really helpful to have that money in savings and, you know, just kind of have that padding, right? Because you never know what the year is going to bring um, financially. And so it's always smart if you can to put even five bucks away every week, you know, for Christmas. But having that money set aside, but thinking about your budget. And when you think about your budget, you want to include obviously the gifts, um, food, entertainment, like if you're going somewhere um, or you are planning on, you know, going to the movies, like me and my daughter go see the Christmas Carol, the Muppets Christmas Carol every year. So that's something that I put aside on the budget. Um, we have a real Christmas tree every year, which I love real Christmas trees, guys, even though I will say Chris, real Christmas trees and I have had quite the relationship. Um, I have this tendency to get really big Christmas trees and then having to put them up myself is just something else. And I, I definitely have recruited people to help me. My dad used to come down and help us. Um, and now that my daughter's 16, she can definitely help bring it in the house and things like that. But like that's something else that I put in the budget. Um, so just really in the food, like desserts, things like that, like think about what you need in your Christmas budget and how much you have to spend, how much you want to spend. And it's a really good idea because nobody wants to go into the next year with like Christmas card debt, right? And I have done that before. When my daughter was younger and, and you know, I was in a different financial situation, I definitely had some Christmas card debt that went into the following year. And it's just not worth it. It's really not worth it. I mean, you know, pay, buy things that you can afford that mean something. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we get really carried away with gifts and then like, especially with our kids. I mean, I remember when my daughter was younger, the amount of gifts that she was getting was just like crazy. And I'm totally to blame for that. Like she's my only child though. Right. So I guess it gives me a little bit of a, um, excuse, but really it was just like too much. I mean, there's stuff like that she still has upstairs in like the room that now she doesn't use, but 
that we really have to just give away, right? Because they grow out of things. You know, they're not always going to play with lala loopsies. <laughs> so really think about, you know, um, the gifts that you're buying and how much you want to spend on them. And it's okay to stay within your budget. So create that budget list and write down everything that you think or that you'll spend this year and how much you have to spend on it. Okay, so the next thing is the Christmas gift gift list. And this is what I would do. Kind of the same thing with the Christmas cards. You pretty much know who you're buying for every year, right? It doesn't change all that much. So create a, a list in your computer, again, on your phone, whatever works for you. Put down that person's name. Um, so a column for the name, a column for the item, and a column for the budget, right? So when you're looking at your Christmas gift budget, you also want to break it down into how much you want to spend per person. Um, and obviously that's going to fluctuate, right? You're probably going to spend more on your kids, obviously, than your next door neighbor, you know, but having that budget there gives you a guide so that when you're shopping, you don't go overboard and you know exactly what you need. This year, I got my shopping done really early. Um, I actually went shopping on Black Friday, which I don't go to the mall though. So I, the past, I don't know how many years, but when I've gone home for Thanksgiving, one of the things I do is like, I'll wake up, <clears throat> have coffee, leftovers. And this year I did do some shopping online and then around three o'clock. So I'm not an early riser. I didn't get up at five in the morning to wait in lines or anything like that. And I don't go to the malls, but I do go to this place um, in Pittsburgh called The Waterfront. And if you're from Pittsburgh, you know where that's at. Um, but it's just a bunch of different stores but they're outside, like they're separated, right? So it's not like you're in a mall, kind of like navigating through the crowd. And I still feel like, you know, with, we still have to be careful. Like it's still flu season, COVID's still going around. So as much time that I could spend more like outdoors, I rather would. Um, so I just went shopping. I went to a few different stores. I went by myself, actually. It is something that I do sometimes like with my daughter, but she wasn't feeling well that day. So she kind of wanted to stay in. I went, I got like at least I'd say 90% of my shopping done, which was great. It was great. And I got some really good deals. Um, and I did a few things on Cyber Monday, but having that list was so helpful, right? Because I wasn't just like, oh, wait a minute, who else do I need to buy for? I was able to be really focused and targeted on what I needed, how much I was spending and get it done. So Definitely make that Christmas card list, you know, think about the items. And one thing I would say is, you know, Christmas comes every year, right? And so when you have that list and you have it saved somewhere throughout the year, if you see something and you're able to pick it up, go ahead and pick it up, right? Like if we really thought about it, you know, Christmas shopping could be done like halfway year through. Like if you saw something and you picked it up or like, there's certain times of the year that things are on sale. That might be a great time to pick them up. But just if you have that Christmas card list or that Christmas gift list, you know, um, if you have an idea, you know, in July about something that your child said that they wanted, you can put it on that list so that when December or November rolls around, you're not like scratching your head for ideas, you know? So just kind of, again, taking care of our future self there. Um, let's see. Oh, a Christmas calendar. 
Now, I love a good calendar. I love an organizational calendar that I can write on. I mean, we are digital, I know, but there is something for me about putting paper to pen, pen to paper that just helps. So have a Christmas calendar that you could put somewhere that everybody sees and have them write on there like things that are happening, right? So in your family, if you have kids who are in extracurricular activities, you know, there's school parties, there are um, after school, you know, extracurricular, like the dance team might have a party, you know, put those on the calendar because the more you can lay your calendar out, the better prepared you are to know what's coming up and how you have to adjust. Or if you have to drive somewhere, you know, that's further out, or if you have two things on one day, like how are you going to work with that? So putting on that Christmas calendar, you know, the events that are happening, um, traditions that you do, things like that, that's going to really help. I would suggest putting on there a date that you want to have your Christmas card sent out, right? Like being really focused and targeted on, okay, this is what I want. I mean, and not saying that you can't change that, but having an idea of when you want to say, get Christmas cards out, um, when you want to have the gifts, you know, kind of bought and finished, when you want to wrap gifts, you know, one of the things we'll talk about is different ways to like wrap gifts and some fun things to do with that. But also like maybe you want to have some friends over and have a gift wrapping party. You know what I mean? Like just try to think about the things that you want to do in the month and put them on that calendar. Um, oh, the other thing is I would say when we talk about traditions, like really thinking about what you want to do. Now, sometimes I feel like the month goes so fast that like the next thing you know, it's December 23rd, right? And so talk, have a little meeting with the kids, you know, and really think about what you want to do this Christmas season. So if it's volunteering, like one year, a couple years, actually, we have done volunteering. One year we created baskets, Christmas baskets for teen moms, you know, so that was something that I budgeted for. And it's something that we set time aside to do. Um, one of the other things that I did was like a 12 days of Christmas for a woman that I knew who lost her husband. And so again, like setting time aside, like talking to the kids about what's really important to do this year with them. Um, and maybe that's going to the movies. Like one of the other things that we do is we ride around in our pajamas, drink hot chocolate, listen to Christmas music and see Christmas lights, right? So putting that on the calendar so that you don't miss it out. Um, do the things that are really important to you that you want to make memories of. Um, and then, you know, be okay with getting rid of the traditions that don't work anymore. You know, like we used to watch Barney's Christmas every year. Now, my daughter still likes to watch the Muppet Christmas Carol and all those, you know, other ones that we used to watch when she was little. However, she probably doesn't want to watch Barney this year. I mean, I'm hoping she does, but most likely she won't, right? So it's okay to get rid of that. You know, it's okay to take that movie off the list, you know? So grow with your family. Your traditions grow with your family too. So I would say, you know, have a night early in December, order a pizza and, and really think about the things that you want to do. Have each person maybe list one thing or two things and, and think about what day you want to put that on the calendar. Okay, so those are, again, just a few ideas that I think will give you some margin this year. 
um, so that you can take care of your future self, that you can enjoy Christmas with your kids. And of course, the one thing that I shouldn't leave for last, but I really think really should be the priority and is the priority is really making time to celebrate the birth of Christ. Um, I'm not sure, you know, I, I practice Advent and we do it in a couple different ways. And I was actually going to talk about that on another podcast, but episode, but I think it's really um, one of the things that I, I feel like we sometimes lose focus on, and that is centering Christmas around Christ, you know, and how we can do that. That's another thing to talk to the kids about, like, how are we going to celebrate the birth of Christ this year? Um, for my daughter and I, we do Advent and we've done it a couple different ways. I have the Advent candles and those are the purple and the pink and we put those up and we have dinner and I'll light those candles um, and we'll read scripture. I also celebrate it throughout our house. So we have like an Advent calendar. Um, I put an Advent tree up. So I actually have a tree that's artificial that I put on my porch every Christmas. And on that tree, I have little Advent, um, they look like, they kind of look like little envelopes and it's like labeled one, two, three, four. And inside of those is a scripture. And so we pull that off of the tree and then we take it in and we read it for, you know, that day. So like just little ways to celebrate and to keep Jesus at the center. This year, one of the things I did was I ordered um, some ornaments that have different names for Jesus, like counselor and uh, Jesus and like, but it has all these different names, Jehovah. And so I'm going to hang those on that, that artificial tree that we put on the porch. So I could, you know, again, this is really the priority. It's not the Christmas gifts. It's not the Christmas cards. It's really about celebrating the life of Christ and what that means to us as Christians. So really make sure that you spend some time, I'd say, making that a priority and figuring out how to do that best with your family. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe if you have. And I will be putting up some um, resources in the next couple days. It's been kind of a busy week, so I'm creating some resources and lists um, that are similar to the ones from Thanksgiving to help you stay organized and that you can save and use year after year. So listen, have a wonderful weekend. Drink some hot chocolate. Stay warm if you're living in a cold part of the country. And we will talk next time about some gift wrapping ideas and some Advent ideas and a couple other different things to kind of help you through this holiday season.